If this is your first listen to the Positively Joy podcast, welcome. We're so glad you're here. So please hit that subscribe or follow button at PositivelyJoy.com and make sure you're notified when we air our next episodes. We don't want you to miss a single thing. Hi, and welcome to Positively Joy, the podcast on searching in all seasons. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and I have to say, I have, I have goosebumps today because we are talking to someone that I'm super excited to have on the show today, and that is Shauna Noel, founder of the Bible journaling company, Illustrated Faith, wife and mom to two daughters. Shauna, thank you so much for appearing on the show today. Yvette, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Well, I'm so excited you're here because you were a big part of how I got started in Bible journaling. And this is the story. So I actually purchased a little pouch from Dayspring. It said Bible journaling on the front. I had no idea what to do with it. It came with a couple of pens. I didn't even know what a journaling Bible was at that time. So I just got this thing and, and I knew that I wanted to spend more time in my Bible. And I'd heard of something called Bible journaling, but I didn't really know what it was. Um, Very quickly, I realized I had no idea what I was doing. Um, And so I turned to the Internet, as we do, and I found you. Uh, You you definitely were probably one of the first two uh, resources that I found, and it changed my life. So just in case there's someone listening that doesn't really know what Bible journaling is, can you give a definition really quickly? For me, Bible journaling is simply documenting a reflection of what you're doing in your relationship with God and in your walk. So how we see Bible journaling today and how I do it most of the time is in the margins of my Bible, but it doesn't have to be. You can absolutely do Bible journaling in a notebook, on little three by five cards. You know, it could be anywhere that you want to document your faith. It's just for me, writing those prayers down, writing what, what I'm learning down is super helpful in my walk. And you have created some wonderful journals for people to do just that uh, if someone doesn't want to write in their Bible. And, you know, and there are people who are not comfortable with that. Uh, You've created some wonderful journals that you can go day by day and uh, and you have some prompts in these journals. And you make it really easy for people basically illustrate how they are inspired from that word. And it's it's really great. But I think people get into Bible journaling lots of different ways. Some people have just heard about it, and they'll look stuff up on the Internet for themselves like I did. Some people get involved in groups. I started a Bible journaling small group at my church, so we have people getting involved that way. And then we always tell them, you know, make sure you look up this person and this person online for inspiration. Um, But you started Bible journaling after you fell in love with scrapbooking. And I do find that there are people who were scrapbookers who have kind of gotten into it this way as well. And that was in 2012. Well, scrapbooking was in 2012, Bible journaling a few years after that, maybe 2014. Can you tell me some of your earliest memories of journaling in your Bible? You know, what did it feel like? Uh, You know, what, do you remember what kind of Bible it was? Yeah, I first wanted to do what I now call Bible journaling because I had seen on Pinterest a really old Bible 
and it had highlights and notes in the margin. It wasn't a journaling Bible like what we would call now. And it said, a Bible that is falling apart usually belongs to someone who isn't. And that's a quote by Charles Spurgeon. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I was like, well, my Bible's like sitting pretty on the shelf. Like I just bring it to church on Sunday because I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. But I always struggled to read the word in a way that felt really authentic to me. Mm. I to be honest, it was just hard for me. I'm, I was a pastor's wife at the time. Um, my husband was in ministry and I was also kind of a baby Christian. I became a Christian just two years before we got married and mm. then he went into ministry. And so it was like all this all at once. Wow. And I just didn't know where to start because I didn't have the foundation of something like Sunday school or something like that to kind of give me those building blocks to build off of. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw that Bible on Pinterest, I was like, my Bible needs to be falling apart. Like that <laughs> feels like I want to be in it so much that it lo- it just comes alive for me in that way because I don't know about you, but I'm a visual learner and having like that hands-on experience with it was going, I knew was going to be a big difference in my walk. So I got a journaling Bible. It was an ESV journaling Bible and it has a two inch margin and it's from Crossway and it has like lines in it. And when I looked up on Instagram, um, you know, hashtag, journaling Bible, there was two posts at the time and it, they both had used black marker or ink pen to take notes, like, you know, how it was intended to be used. <laughs> and I took my Bible and took the sermon notes from that Sunday and basically scrapbooked what I took away from the sermon in the margin of the Bible. I had stickers, I had little notes, and I had a little tab at the top so I could remember my spot. And it was just this big light bulb moment for me, like, okay, this is exciting. Like, I'm taking what I'm learning in church reading in my Bible, digging deeper, praying to God, and I'm going to document all this in a way that I can come back and remember this exact moment and use it as a foundation to build off going forward and the other lessons God's going to teach me in the same scripture. Mm, mm. Do you remember what kind of art medium you used at that time? Because I imagine that you have kind of gone through different kind of phases, and I'm just wondering, when you were a baby Bible journaler, what kind of art medium were you using? At the very beginning, it was mainly like one little sticker that kind of was an icon for what I was learning and just written script. And that was it, just like a sticker and a pen and maybe a little tab, you know, but it was very simple. But today, I even use those same things. Like, we don't have to overcomplicate Bible journaling. So today, you'll still see entries in my Bible with just a sticker and a pen and a little thing sticking out of the Bible. And simplicity is beautiful because I think there are some people who are a little overwhelmed and they... They, to be honest, they see all these beautiful work that people create and they don't think they can do it. So getting started simply, I think, is a great idea, actually. Yes, it's a beautiful reminder and something that we struggle to teach our community. Like when we first started teaching Bible journaling, the struggle was it's okay to have a Bible that you journal in Mm -hmm. because there there was some rules to be broken there. (laughs) And so now that we've kind of said, like, here are some Bibles that are actually meant for this. The, the hardest thing to teach our community is not to look at Kelly's Bible and be like, my Bible needs to look at Kelly. Your Bible needs to look like you and a reflection of what God's doing in your life. Plain and simple. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it is easy to uh, to get overwhelmed and to um, and to covet a little bit. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know, I want my Bible to look like that. But as you say, really, it is just your relationship. And I have pages in my Bible, I got to say, that mistakes were made. I'll just say that. Um, But it's okay. You know, it's okay. 
Um, you have turned lots and lots of people, including me, you know, really on to this amazing way to connect with God's word. Um, and so you love scrapbooking and then you discovered this and I'm sure it was great for your own relationship. But when did you know that this was going to be your vocation? Well, if you would have told me this was going to be my vocation, I would have <laughs> laughed at you because I didn't start this with the intention of it being a business. Um, I really would never have imagined that. And that's what's so cool about God and what he has planned for our lives is it's a thousand times bigger than what we can imagine. And so when I look back and see the things that I didn't think were related to this, I can see that God was bringing me to this exact moment. And when I started doing Bible drilling, I started sharing it online and we started our Facebook community. And it was through that that I really started building like an online community of other people that might want to do this with me. And through that building of community, I was beginning to speak at different conferences about building an online community and what that looks like. And I was just sharing our experience of being authentic, showing up, sharing your vulnerabilities, all those things lead to community. And through that process, one time I was up on a panel talking about this and I came off the stage and people came over to talk to me and they were just asking questions. And one of the most common questions was, are you doing this full time? And I was like, what do you mean? Like uh, coloring in my Bible full time? I don't understand. Like it literally wasn't even a part of my thought process at that point that this would turn into what it is now. Mm -hmm. But it was there that God really planted the seed of there is something here. Like you can provide this community and also provide tools for the community to work through together. Because at the time, the things that I was missing was I was doing a devotional, but I didn't necessarily have the right things that I wanted to document that devotional. You know, I would kind of be creative with it, but I really wanted things that married well together. And so God really just continued to place it on my heart that this is something that can turn into um, a business as well as a ministry. Wow. So tell me about that journey to create your company, Illustrated Faith. Again, it was so neat just to look back on what God had done. So he had placed me in certain roles in my life that had taught me so much about what I needed to know to start Illustrate Faith. When I was a scrapbooker, I got a great privilege of working with different companies and being on creative teams. So I kind of got the behind the scenes look of what they needed as far as support from a community. And then I also was invited to come and do some design work for a company called Studio Calico. And it was through that process that they taught me so much about, you know, what to look at and what, how to design things and those sort of things. So I had all these little puzzle pieces that God had really placed in my life to then put together as a big picture of Illustrate Base. So I was able to take those things and start really small. I took you know, a little bit of money that I made in design work and said, we're going to invest this money. And if we don't make it back, we don't make it back. You know? <laughs> and so we just continued to invest the money. Um, the first kit sold out right away. We just did a really small kit with a devotional and a stamp set that both matched beautifully together. And I'm really excited to say that we have continued that same idea of a kit of a devotional and step, but we've added so much more to the kit and we haven't raised our price. It's so fun because we just <laughs> like keep adding goodies in there, but because we're growing, we're able to keep a lower price point. And it's just neat to see how God continues to teach us through that. Um, but I would advise anyone that's like starting a small business is just to 
don't put too much pressure on it. You know, we just invested that original amount and then just continued to reinvest as um, as things sold. I didn't take an income at all for the first year. Just continued to reinvest in our company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was just thinking um, when you when you talked about your stamp sets, I just want to talk a little bit about like what comes because there may be some people who don't know. So, you know, people are able to get this kit, which includes a devotional. Uh, and some people who want to journal need help with the prompts. So this journal will give you something to think about. Um, it will prompt you to think about, an, you know, a topic or an issue or something, certainly scripture to work from. And then with that, you get some tools, some artistic tools, uh, stamps, for example, you mentioned that. Uh, that you can use uh, to stamp in ink and stamp it in your in your Bible or your or whatever you want to use it to journal to uh, basically basically communicate what you are getting out of Scripture. Yeah, we. I really wanted to give a guided study. So essentially each month we're partnering with different people. Um, when I first started Illustrated Faith, one of the other big things is this is a community. This isn't about what Shauna's doing every month. Um, I was straight up up front, like, I'm still learning how to study my Bible. That's how this started, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, of course, want other people to come in and have be able to have the conversation. So almost every month, we have a different contributor or author writing the devotional. And this is just them sharing from such a vulnerable place where they're at mm. and what God's teaching them. And then through that, where we can study further in scripture. And we always point back to scripture. That's really important to me because we want them to t like start in this devotional, but we really want them to go to the word and go read there and then do a reflection of what you're learning, what you're praying, what God's talking to you about through that. And then we're giving you the tools. So if it's, you know, if the um, devotional is about chasing rainbows is our one coming up soon, which is about God's promises, then the stamp set is going to have little prompts and things to help you document those. Maybe it has a rainbow. Maybe it has a word about God's promises, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to give you stickers and washi tape, which is super fun, but little things to kind of help you really easily. You could just take this little kit with you and document all the lessons in your Bible with what's in the kit. Mm -hmm. So you talked about pointing back to scripture. That's the most important thing. Um, so what do you what do you say to people who have concerns that basically, well, you know, you're not really this isn't Bible study. You are just coloring. This is color time for you. This is just artwork. It's not connecting with God's word. How can you uh, or what do you say to people who may have concerns about that? Yeah, I remember one of the first uh, big trade shows that we went to was a Christian retailer show. And at first, all the salesmen would walk by and be like, oh, you're coloring in your Bible. <laughs> I would just want to pass out because I was like, it's so much more than just coloring in your Bible. This is about how I learn and how I'm documenting what God's doing. And I think that that's not going to be for everyone, you know, just like I was really struggling in the first several years of being a Christian of simply reading my Bible and just walking away with knowing what I needed to know. Mm -hmm. But that extra step of taking notes and having a visual representation of what I'm learning is huge for me. And we can't have that reflection of what we're learning without the study part first. That's definitely the first part. It's the heart of everything we do is 
How does this get her back in the word? What are we studying here? What are we asking her to pray over? What scripture are we pointing her to? That is always the foundation of where we're starting. Everything else is just for fun, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just to add little things. And it's, but it's those visual cues because we're visual learners. Are, are you a visual learner? Would you consider yourself? That? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. I would. And so much so that I think that sometimes it is tempting to jump right into the art. Like, okay, what am I going to use today? Am I going to do watercolor? Am I going to do washi without saying, no, I need to connect first? Because frankly, what are you, what are you going to do? I mean, what are you, what are you going to create if you don't even know uh, what he's telling you? And in my small group, that's something that we, we fight that temptation because I'm telling you, it's strong. Everybody, everybody gets their pens out and it's, it's exciting and we have great conversation. But, you know, you, ha- you got to fight, in, in my opinion anyway, you've got to fight that temptation to just start coloring and you have to read and spend some time and whether or not you meditate, you know, be still and know, you know, what, you know what, whatever you do, but you've got to connect first. Um, I feel like you are, it will surprise you. You don't think you have any kind of creative bone in your body, but you connect with God's word and it's amazing what he will do through you. (laughs) I love that. I love that. One time I was at class, I was teaching a class and someone came in really frustrated to class. Um, This was the first time I was meeting this person. I was kind of setting up, getting ready to teach. And she says, I am really frustrated because I have gone on your Instagram and I have done all of your Bible drilling pages and I got nothing out of it. And I was like... (laughs) That's because you did my Bible. <laughs> she just was really disconnecting the part of this needs, you need to connect first, exactly how you said. You need to start there with God, and then what comes out of it can be so beautiful. I love how you said that. Mm-hmm. And it's and so much more satisfying, too. So we're talking Absolutely. about this uh, this community of women. Uh, you've got almost 50,000 people on the, uh, on the Facebook Illustrated Faith Bible Journaling community. So clearly there are quite a few people who do... You know, you mentioned before it's not for everyone. Yeah, no, it's for a lot of people. (laughs) Um, We have a lot of excited people. I love it. Yeah, for sure. So you've created this amazing community. How important is that to you? Community is absolutely everything to me. And Mm. it has been since the very beginning. The community is what started, as we started talking about earlier. It is before the business. We had a group of women that just came together and said, let's talk about how we're going to Bible journal, what we're doing, and share our reflections. But beyond that, the community goes through the whole company. So as a community, we have a community of design team members that are designing beautiful products. Not all the designs on our site are from me. Most of them aren't, in fact. And this gives us a platform for women to share what God's teaching them in their heart, to share them with others through their beautiful gift of art. So if you're like, I cannot draw a lion, let me tell you, we have someone on our team who can. (laughs) And so we have a digital shop as well that just allows us to connect with even more amazing Christian artists that are able to provide those beautiful tools for us. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a creative team of women that share from, again, such a vulnerable place, I'm so thankful they're all willing to share their reflections of how they're working through the devotionals and what God's teaching them in their lives. And Instagram is one of our bigger communities. It's always fun to connect through there. We always give like little hashtags with our kits so we can use that as a connection. And just today, in fact, I got a letter from one of our community members husbands who wanted to just say what this community has meant to her and I'm just so thankful for moments like that of connection oh wow that's wonderful how do you how and so speaking of connection how do you find uh 
how do you find the designers? I mean, because that's really a part of the community too. Um, how do you how do you find them um, and and their abilities, which in turn give so much to the larger community? We really, in the past, have looked mainly within our own community to find anyone that we're going to bring in and kind of say, hey, come on board and work with us. So we're looking at different Bible journalers that are sharing what they're doing mm. and sharing their heart through their work. Um, oftentimes, people reach out and say, hey, I want to be a part of your team. And that's what I say is just get yourself plugged into that community because that's exactly where we're going to look for that authentic connection. And if you're already leading in such a beautiful way, mm -hmm. we just want to give you the tools to kind of help amplify that voice. Sometimes you'll show Bibles. And it's so fun to see those big, chunky Bibles with all the tabs and ribbons at the top just to show completed pages. Do you have any completely completed Bibles where every page is journaled? I don't have any Bibles that have every single page journaled, but I have many Bibles that I consider complete. And to me, they're complete when they are too full to stick and any more pages in. They're just like hardly able to close. And I'm like carrying them around, you know, with big old, big old bands around them. So mm -hmm. to me, a Bible can last Anywhere from six months to a year just kind of depends on the season and also the Bible format. If you're in one of the really big Bibles, that may last you a little longer. If you're like in an interleaved Bible, which has every other page blank, that can also last you a little longer. Whereas if you're in one of the Bibles with a two-inch margin, to me, that's like a six-month Bible and great for a season. I love that each of my Bibles, I can look back and have the same scripture journal and they look completely different. It's just God laying on top of different things of what he's teaching me through scripture and I have all that documented. I love talking about having a Bible for a season. Uh, one of the ladies that I follow um, had a baby about a year ago and she created a Bible uh, that she's journaling for the baby to give to give him as he, you know, as he gets older. Um, there might be, I mean, some people are probably journaling in their Bible right now because of the pandemic. Um, so I like this idea of taking a Bible and and really pouring yourself into it because of the season that you're going through. We are in the middle of uncertainty right now, and this show is Positively Joy. We talk about how we can find our joy in any season. So how difficult is it for people, in your opinion, um, to find joy in the midst of everything we're going through now? And can Bible journaling help, and how? Absolutely, it can be difficult. But God has given us such a beautiful gift in the truth of his word. Mm. And it is for us to cling to, especially in times like these. And I know it can be hard. Like I totally get there's days where we get up and we're like, no, thank you. I don't even want to go there because I'm kind of feeling good in my space right now where I want to feel a little grumpy about things. Mm -hmm. But God calls us to him daily by the moment, you know, whenever we need him, we need to go to him. And it is in those moments where we're feeling kind of clenched up and scared or fearful or, um, you know, unsure that we really need to go to scripture the most. And so just like we talked about earlier, everyone's going to, everyone's Bible process is going to look different. But for me, that includes Bible journaling. And especially when all this was getting started, I was Bible journaling daily and sharing that online. And I just continue to hear time and time again, thank you so much. This is such a good reminder. So even if you're not always feeling it, just try to get in, try to crack open that Bible. God will always meet you there. He will always show up for you and he will always give you truth. And I dare you to share that because that's going to get remind other people to go to scripture in this time. 
yes, it's scary. Yes, there's a lot of things unknown. But there's one thing I do know, and that that is that God remains here for us in Scripture, through prayer, and through our walk, that he will always be there. Mm. So what is your favorite Scripture, and how does it relate to the season you're walking through? Well, this question is always the hardest because it's like, I always say, you know, the last scripture I read is one of my favorites because it's hard to pick a favorite, right? Mm -hmm. But Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created is always going to be one of my favorites because it is the beginning of everything and Mm -hmm. the beginning of hope and the beginning of what God creates. Also, it says created, which is one of my favorite words. So there you go. Oh, I love it. I love it. You're right. It is a difficult question. It is, it is a staple. We always ask that question on Positively Joy um, because it's just going to mean something different to every single person. No one said Genesis 1-1 before, so I love that. Perfect. <laughs> it's easy to find, too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so maybe someone's listening to this podcast and they, they are going through a season and they, they believe you. They, they want to start something, but they may be in lockdown or they just may have difficulty getting to the store or they don't have anything. They have, they have an old Bible, and maybe maybe they have some colored pens or something. I mean, do they have to have everything to get started? Yes, yeah, so you don't need anything to get started, because even if you don't even have an old Bible, you probably have, if you're listening to the podcast, you probably have access to an online Bible or mm-hmm. something like that. But really, Bible drilling at the core is journaling what you're learning in Scripture, or what you're hearing through prayer or journaling your prayers. All those things can encompass Bible drilling. So just get out some pens, get out some paper. And even if later you decide to add paint or add stickers or any of those things, you really need to have this beginning phase documented because I can go back and look at those beginning pages of my Bible journaling and they might look a little different right now, right? Maybe mm-hmm. I've learned how to paint differently or I've learned how to stamp, but really having that whole process documented is beautiful. And you're never going to look back at those pages and be like, what was I thinking? You're going to be like, look where I started. And I think having that is beautiful. But if you're also looking for some more resources, we do have a free devotional on our website um, once or twice a month. So make sure to sign up for our newsletter and we, we offer those for free. So it comes with the devotional content and then half the page is like little things you can cut out and put in your Bible if you wanted. So give us that URL so they can get to it. Illustrativefaith.com. Excellent. Excellent. And they should sign up for the newsletter. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I know the answer to this question. Will Bible journaling ever end for you? (laughs) (laughs) Never, never. I will always Bible journal. But that being said, it's gonna. It may look different in different seasons, Mm -hmm. right? I've always had an ongoing Bible since I've started, but there's different times or maybe most of the time I'm working in a traveler's notebook documenting prayers or right now I'm really into little mini tag albums that are really fun. I love paper and I love Jesus. So those two things combined will always be happening in my life. Okay. I see I see a t-shirt. I love paper and I love Jesus. <laughs> we should put Jesus first. If we're gonna well, yeah, we should. But, we yeah. should. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, um, absolutely. That is great. Um, how old are your daughters? And are you able to work to work with them or create with them at all? My eldest daughter is 18, Jaden, and she isn't really big into Bible journaling. She's super creative, but her Bible study looks different. It doesn't involve all this 
the side of it. But my younger daughter, Addison, is 13, and she loves Bible journaling. She loves being creative. She loves journaling in any way. And we actually got to write a book together that involves some Bible journaling that she um, got to walk alongside me and kind of see the process. And I think it's just been so fun to see her really find her own style and do it in her own way again. That's what's most important is that she's reflecting on what's going on in her life and her takeaways from what God's doing. So if there's some moms and dads out there who would really love to get their their children involved, what are some what are some ways to do that? Well, some of the things that we've talked about earlier, I would definitely take to heart. So you're not going to want to say like, we're going to draw a penguin on page 31 of our Bible. <laughs> you're really going to want to give them the tools about the process of Bible journaling and not worry so much about the final product of Mm -hmm. Bible journaling. And that's from my preschool teacher days. That's what we used to always say is really enjoy the process and don't worry about the final product of what it looks like at the end. So you're going to want to get out a whole bunch of papers, some markers, their favorite things. So maybe they really like stickers or they really like um, little paint markers and things like that. Go ahead and get those out and get a journal. And that's a great place to start. I would turn on maybe a worship song that they're really loving and say, okay, we're going to listen to this three minute song and listen to it together, get up and sing and dance and praise Jesus. And then at the end of the song, ask them what that song was about and what they took away from it and then have them journal that. Maybe they draw a picture of it because it was really beautiful and colorful to them, or maybe they're writing words from the song, but all that is the beginning and kind of what I do now (laughs) through Bible journaling and can be such a beautiful time together. And they could have their own Bible. I mean, you know, kids love their own stuff. So that could be a very precious thing to them. Yeah, I would say that you need to learn some lessons, not you particularly, but (laughs) us as parents, we need to learn lessons from our kids. Because I guarantee you, if you both were to go get a brand new Bible journal today, you would have a harder time getting started in this than the kid. The kid will jump right in, no questions asked, Mm -hmm. will start journaling and and drawing without a problem where we think we're going to ruin it or make it not perfect or whatever it is. The kids will jump in. So if if you do do that, get one for yourself and jump in with them. I love that. I love that. Um, so what's next for you? We are working on all sorts of fun things. I don't know if you've seen, there's a new event, um, next week. So I don't know when this is airing, but this is July 16th and 17th on Instagram called pass the brush. Have you heard about this? Yes. Uh-huh. But tell us. Okay, so this is so fun. We are partnering a whole bunch of artists with Black artists, and we're going to use our platforms to amplify their voices and what they're doing in their lives. And so this is from, like, all different aspects of the art world, and I'm excited to be partnered with two beautiful ladies that share their faith through their art as well. So it's just a perfect partnership, and um, I can't wait to see what comes out of it. It's already so beautiful, and it hasn't even begun yet. I'm super excited, and I'm definitely going to check that out. (laughs) It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Shauna, thank you so much for for spending this time. You are a super busy woman, an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mother, and and, and wife. And so we, we definitely appreciate you taking this time. And I'm just thrilled because... Again, you really were the beginning in in my Bible journaling uh, journey. So I appreciate you so, so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you for allowing me to be your guest. You radiate joy. So you're definitely in the right spot sharing that beautiful light. And to our listeners, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow so you will know and be notified when future episodes drop. Uh, We appreciate you being there as always. This has been the Positively Joy podcast. 
Farewell for now.